0: As the common saying says, change is inevitable. The older I get, the more I see that our lives change, just like the seasons. Whether we notice it or not, there is a rhythm to our our existence. But sometimes life events or significant events cause an unexpected change and our lives are never the same. But what if we can get in the driver's seat and make changes happen instead of allowing an event, oftentimes a tragic one, to make us or force us to change? I hope you will enjoy this conversation with my friend Alyssa as we get some insight into how she is navigating the changes in her life. And hopefully it will resonate with you as well. And so Alyssa, thank you so much for joining me in this uh, in this episode. And let me read a little bit about you so that they get to know you a little bit more. And Alyssa, she was born and raised in Stockton, California. She has a bachelor's degree in political science from the University of California, Santa Barbara. Alyssa previously worked in media sales for television and international distribution for film, and she recently was employed as a social worker with high-risk individuals. She loves to cook, read and enjoys exploring different cultures through food and travel, and she is currently looking for her next adventure. Alyssa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for taking the time to be here. Hi,
1: Grace. Thank you so much for having me. It's um, really a pleasure um, to be a part of this and, and your journey, and I am so thankful to, to be here and that you invited me.
0: Yes, yes, um, my pleasure to have you here as well. And Alyssa, I'm, I thank you too for, um, you know, for being a podcast listener and just, you know, for, um, being such an active listener because like, you know, we've, we've been able to discuss some of the topics, you know, the things that have been talked about. So can you share a little bit more about this change that you're currently navigating? We're going to get right into it because, you know, I've got a lot of questions for you so that, you know, we get excited about change, but then at the same time, we fear change. So what is it that you are currently navigating through as a as a big change in your life right now?
1: Well, um, the big change is that I am going to be moving to Australia
0: in, um,
1: the new mm-hmm. year. And so that in and of itself is like the biggest change. I think that I've, you know, can recall in my life. I mean, we go through so many different changes, like you're not even really aware that you are changing in that moment, but this is a proactive, you know, this informed decision, um, yeah. that I made to, to move there. So yeah, it's a big thing. And um, so that's what I'm dealing with
0: right now. Wow. And I like what you said about proactive because I feel like we're, f- we, as people, we like for things to stay the same. And then um, versus a proactive change, we would rather have like our circumstances force us to change, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be like a good circumstance or a challenging circumstance, you know, like we're forced to like, sometimes it's got to happen in order for us to like, you know, to move forward. And that would be like um the unfortunate one example would be like getting fired from a job. Then we would, of course, we're forced to, to go out and look for another job. But for yourself, I love what you just said about like being proactive. So, while it's exciting and at the same time, um, daunting. So how have these changes, like this big change of moving to a whole nother country, like how has it challenged your perspective on, on life overall? Well, I think
1: moving overseas at this midpoint in my life is something like it's a different type of change. You know, I think we go through different periods in our life where like, you know, we're going out to university, you know, we may move there. And so this is at some point, you know, where you're kind of settled. You know, I I own a house, I've got a job, I've got, you know, friends and family. But I think, you know, in one of our earlier conversations, I had said that in my 20s, I had um, backpacked around Europe and had gone to Europe several times through my twenties, and by my late twenties, I, I really, I was like, I want to move to Europe, or I want to move somewhere that's not in America. And instead, I moved to LA, which is yeah. <laughs> pretty far um, from Stockton. Um, but I wanted to live somewhere else. Um, but I was always interested in just different cultures and different perspectives. And then, you know, so I was there in LA for almost ten years. And, you know, myself, I've always thought that I'm different. I'm a Mm nonconformist. And the idea of change is aligned in that idea of being a nonconformist. And I thought different, being different made me weird. Like, I'm I'm just so weird because I want to live elsewhere. I don't want to stay here. Or, you know, I want to do something different. Or even just, like, changes, like jobs. Like, I was never in a job for, like, a long period of time. I mean, my most recent job... Being there almost seven years, that's the longest time. So, um, I've really thought about that, you know, instead of thinking that being different makes me weird, it's just something that I've learned to embrace and value. Like it's great to be different. It's great to not
0: yeah.
1: follow the same paths as someone else. It's, it's, it's a great thing. And, um, because I can learn so much. I can, I'm the kind of person that you know, wants to absorb so much information. Like I think someone said I was like a sponge. Like I, I just sit <laughs> there, you know, just kind of watch the scenes, read up on something, really want to learn about something. So yeah, I, I think it's really challenged like in how I think people perceive me and really being able to kind of let that go and just do what I want and being okay with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so with moving overseas, so because I'm huge on, and this is part of the, the, the direction of the conversation that I want to lead into is that I'm huge on decluttering. I'm huge on, you know, tr- trying our best to like, you know, not have clutter. And that's the whole purpose oh. of organized with grace is that, you know, to help people get decluttered and just let their, let themselves and their, their space breathe. Like, how has it been for you? Has this, is this new change in, in moving and leaving like, you know, many of your things behind something new or? I think that, um,
1: you know, when I've lived in places for a long period of time, you tend to like collect a lot of stuff. And I remember like, you know, moving out of LA and back here. And then, you know, like I, I definitely got rid of a lot of stuff and, um, you know, then when I got my house, um, in 2018, I, you know, just tend to like, you build upon stuff that you like like, I want to have, you know, I love to cook, so I want to have, you know, nice cookware and, you know, devices and stuff. And then, I think I, you know, maybe working with people that don't have a lot or don't have a lot of things and you see, like, I've always, like, you know, um encouraged people to, you know, determine what it is that they need and want needs versus wants. Do you really need it? Is it a want? You know, so I go through that process. I go through that process, like buying things, like I'll have a bunch of lists in my Amazon you know in different categories and I will weigh the pros and cons of each thing yeah. um so I make informed decisions I mean that's like how I am so I think like with I mean the biggest thing I think that some something that you know many of us value is our clothes like yeah. you know clothes is a big thing and you know then you know we were I had like separate work clothes versus you know other clothes and then you know, with the pandemic and stuff, you know, it's like I didn't really care. I didn't need like, you know, yeah. work clothes going out, going out clothes. And then when I had to go out and work, I'm like, oh, okay, now I need work clothes. So I've been, um, I got rid of half my wardrobe because, like, a lot of things, like I didn't wear or I found no use for, or just nothing, you know, things that, you know, maybe a few things that had holes in them or just didn't fit right. And yeah. then being, I think one of those things, which I think kind of those those thoughts that we go through um could be applied to clothes or books or 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 just other items is um whether it will be useful someday and i think you know watching the minimalism documentaries and stuff it's like you know why does there need to be a sub day you know that's like kind of a fantasy that we're creating in our head it's like either we need it now and you know we discard the item that we don't need and if we need it later, you know, we'll, we'll get it again, like, you know, hobbies or something like that. Like maybe we won't need all those workout clothes, you know, maybe we'll do, you know, we'll gather other things to do a different sport or something like that. So I think that letting go of those emotional attachments also, like, you know, there's things that like, I find like, why did I keep this because (laughs) of, I don't know, something, you know, It, it's, you know, it's, it's funny how we can ask us, ask ourselves these questions. Like, what has value? What has meaning? You know, value isn't just a dollar figure. Right. Um, you know, uh, but I, I give it to things and if, give things to other people and if they, they like it, then, you know, and they can use it, then that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so as you um you know as you have been doing this was it difficult at first or do you feel like you've always um been able to like let go like of of things easily um i think
1: now it's easier definitely because i'm leaving like i i can yeah. get rid of stuff but i think even before you know i think that someday thinking okay someday i might use this you know it, it, it that kind of is something that kind of sat with me Or, you know, if I got something as a gift, you know, and, um, that would have some sort of like irrational value because it really has no value if it's not serving a purpose. Um, but I, and I think, um, you know, there's things like I just, you know, I'll just go through a period I've gone through periods where like I drastically reduce stuff, uh, reduce clothes, Mm -hmm. reduce things that I don't need books, um, that I'm not reading. Maybe, you know, there's probably maybe... Three or four books that maybe have some value to me. And, um, the rest, you know, I can replace later or, you know, read it on my Kindle.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, so now speaking of things of value, like how have you right now as you're packing up, have you, how have you mm-hmm. dealt with like, uh, sentimental items? Like, is that something yeah. difficult or is like, what are you, um, so far? What are you seeing as the things that, you know what, I, I cannot leave without this item, like, you know, um, t- to take with me? Is there anything like that so far um, as far as sentimental items?
1: I think there's some cooking things that I find that are sentimental. I think, you know, I'm going to figure out how I can, um, pack most of them in my luggage. Obviously, I won't be able to take like my big like Le Creuset pots, <laughs> you know the <laughs> that I, that I do have some amount of value because I've I've cooked a lot in them, you know they're worn, they you know they're they're useful. Um, I think you know there's things like furniture. Obviously, I can't take, but I'm not yeah. attached to that. Um, I think even finding like you know going through clothes items, like yeah. whether or not something I'm, I'm thinking about whether or not something has a purpose and I'm actually going to use it. And then other sentimental things I've gotten rid of because it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really hold any value to me anymore. Like I don't really attach would hold on to like paper items or Mm -hmm. um, things, you know, um, but I, I do have some like cards, for example, like in the last year that I've gotten last couple of years. So there's maybe a few that I may keep. Um, but I think even like old things like photo albums and stuff that were, I I went through some old photos, like from my, you know, travels and there's a few that I pulled out that I can take a scan of, you know, if I want, but it's like all this time, they just sat there in the book. It wasn't like I was looking at them. So I might just like scan them and then maybe able to like look back at them later if I wanted to, but yeah, holding like digital stuff is, is probably with the way that I'm going to go with like some
0: documentation
1: and photos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, navigating change and choosing, was it difficult to make that choice to change to a whole nother, like, you know, country? And, um, is it something that like, I, I still look back on what you just said. I just love how you said proactive. I just love that because it's it's like a choice that you are making. Um, but how how did you come to that um you know conclusion that you know what like it it's time to you know? I think to go. like well the you
1: know the main thing is that my partner is he's a dual citizen and and you know he decided to move back and you know, of course I had to go try it out and see if I liked it. And I'm like, yeah. And I think it has to do with, you know, the the lifestyle that I could have, this lifestyle mm-hmm. that I want, the one that, you know, that I'm making for myself. Like I, you know, I want to be active. Um, I want to be able to travel still, um, do, you know, do things. And I think there's just a comfortability factor that I felt there. And, you know, I don't, you know, being, I've always, like I said earlier, is that I've always thought I've been different. Yeah. And then over there, I can be different because I'm going to be the American or the Californian. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> so it's like, it's, that's not a big change. Um, but I think I'll have access to like a lot of things that I, I like, you know, and, and, and do now. Um, so it's, it's definitely, you know i think all those things and then figuring out how to navigate my life it's like if not now when yeah you know and i think yeah. like like i said in my in my 20s i wanted to live out of america and you know it just it took a while maybe that was like a goal that i kept in the back of my mind unconsciously like oh well i can still move i can still move you know i can still do other things even when i moved from LA back here I thought well you know I can move again someday you know there's not anything that is really you know I'm in charge of myself I can do what I want and of course you know if we have to come back you know we'll come back it's it's you know nothing is set in stone but I think realizing that I am capable of accomplishing goals as I've done in my life like it I'm not you know. I, I feel empowered.
0: Well, I just really admire your courage. You know, I, I admire your mm. courage to go through these, you know, the, the change and to make that choice. And so, f- you know, for our, our listeners, I mean, it's, it's really f- our age, you know, that, that midlife, you know, uh age and beyond. So for, for them, you know, are there any like key insights or lessons like you've gained that you wish someone had shared with you before, um, making these changes or facing these changes? Is there, is there, if there's anything that you want to share that you wish someone had, had, um, given you as far as like any advice or, um, words of wisdom? Yeah, I think, um,
1: basically listening to your gut. Like if you Mm -hmm. hear something, you know, just still keep following it because it'll bother you and then you'll start ruminating about it. Just embracing the unknown because really like, you know, I have, I think sometimes when we're trying to make a decision about something, whether or not we're going to change, like we think, okay, well, we may have these few options or we can kind of have a fantasy about how our life would be like, right? And, you know, I have like an inkling. I have an idea. Like I I Mm kind of know like what the neighborhood I'm going to live out at and what stores we're going to go to and things like that. But I don't really know until I'm there.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's all kind of unknown. But it's like it's it's okay to not have everything figured out. Or it's okay to not not know where it's, you know, it's okay to be different and you know you're not on this earth to make anyone else happy except yourself and you really can do anything you want
0: so how do you like are there any particular like practices or or habits now that you have been um you know you you are uh practicing that mm-hmm. you know have supported your your growth during this transition is there is there anything that you um You want to share like any, any habits and the, you know, like for me, my, my habit really that has been helping me no matter what I am going through in my life is like journaling. Like I always joke Mm -hmm. around and I half joke and half serious that like, I think I saved myself like thousands and thousands of dollars of therapy, like time Mm -hmm. for, you know, writing out my feelings. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. what has been yours, um, Alyssa?
1: Yeah. So I did do, you know, I, I use like bullet journals. I did it for work mostly and I did start a personal one, but I kind of stopped off like probably in April of last year, but I I was going through a period like every day, like jotting out, like just like free form, you know, for every day, writing out something. And it was just kind of like, even like my mood and stuff. And, you know, it just, it was kind of a part of a routine. I think routines and schedules are important to me. So having that um, is, is maybe a a good way to process stuff and who knows, I might pick it up, you know, pick that up um, later on. But I think really just telling myself that it is okay to process my ideas and opinions because it's not like Mm
0: -hmm. things
1: come in like one instant and like that's the idea. Like it takes Things to, you know, takes time to make things materialize and kind of let it grow. And, um, I think another habit is like really just listening to myself and my own feelings instead of like seeking validation from others. Because I would think like, well, is it okay if I feel this way or that way or, you know, and, and I think maybe part of that is, you know, one, like either seeking validation, but Also just venting, you know, venting about stuff and, and, um, but now I just, instead of seeking stuff from others, I'll review events, um, in my head and say, you know, it's okay that I feel this, you know, feel this way because this is my experience. So I think those habits of just really checking in with myself and allowing, like allowing myself the space to grow and process, um, And, and, and think things out, even if I'm ruminating over something like, because it just really kind of comes full circle back to me and telling myself and giving myself the okay.
0: Yeah. And, and that's great because what tends to, what tends to happen is that, you know, we, we do want to have others like, you know, Validate us or we do like, we feel this like natural need to, to, um, like, uh, be have, have the approval of others or Mm -hmm. like, Oh, what are people going to think? But I just like, you know, I just, I just really admire you in that. Like you are, you are trusting your gut. You are, um, you know, following through on, you know, on, on your dreams on what you, you know, what you want to do. And these things that you've shared. A really like mindset shifts that I'm observing that you have made you know mm-hmm. for yourself, like about embracing like the unknown um do you feel like do you see like oh how the old Alyssa would have um done it versus like you know mm. the new alyssa do you do you see a a contrast in that where you know maybe? Five or so years ago, you would have never thought about like you know um, like moving or um, changing your life in this way. So, do you have you seen the changes in yourself, like even in the past, like you know, five to seven years?
1: Yeah, I think um, it's funny that you brought up the growth mindset. Yeah, because I just reread the the book um, by Carol Dweck um, about that. Just you know, which I thought was like confirming, like. I am a particular way, which is uh, someone with a growth mindset. Yeah, I um, I, I think that maybe before, like, I think fear. I mean, I, I know we've talked about that before, but like feeling the fear and doing it anyways. That's, yeah. you know, and a, a quote that I'll throw out sometimes when, you know, um, when I when I think that I'm being fearful, I, I or just maybe because this is own, my own personal experience. Like at one time I was like not fully functional and it's like, well, then you're scared because you think other people need to take care of you or, you know, that you, you cannot do something. And I think that, and then that was um something I had to overcome is yeah. like having, you know, to, to make the fear and the resistance uh subside.
0: And, Support systems. You mentioned your partner. Is there any other, um, like, you know, has has he been like a, a big support? Obviously, you guys are gonna embark on this journey together. Mm-hmm. Um, what has that like, what support systems have you been able to, you know, to have as you're navigating these changes? Uh, you know, I was
1: thinking that like it's really
0: and you know and maybe
1: this is a way of me inflating my own ego but I you know you really you rely on your family and your friends but I've noticed that like physical activity is a great support you know that's a way to burn energy and and refocus um you know give my brain a break because like I notice when I get in that lull like I don't want to do anything like I'll you know, finish work and just sit on the couch and watch telly or, you know, and then I'm like, okay, now I gotta eat. But when I create that schedule, and which I think like a bullet journal was really important to me because I'd check off the activities like did I do yoga, did I read, did I, you know, um take a walk? Did I drink water? Things like that. Like that, um it's it's really your own support system. You yeah. know that you have that's like in your back pocket, and you know it's always there, it's not going anywhere, and you feel the fear do the opposite, act the opposite, you know do, do you know get moving, do something, and then learning really to rely on myself that I'm capable of you know providing my body with nourishment and nurturing it and and that in it in and of itself is a great gift
0: yeah to give back yeah. to to me. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome, Melissa. Mm-hmm. One other thing is I'm, I'm so excited to like where I'm so excited to mention this. Um, because as we are talking about navigating change, um, you are also being inspired to start something new, which is, yes. can you tell us a little bit as you, I know that you're at the beginning stages of it. Um, mm-hmm. About mid reset.
1: Yes. Yes. So I've you know, as I've been thinking about things even before moving. Like I in the back of my mind, I've always like I wanna write. You know, and then I'm like, okay, I wanna write what? Like write a book or write about my experiences and and then I thought, well, you know, I've gone through so many changes in my life. Like it's really, you know, our life lives are a bunch of chapters. And, you know, I sometimes we overcome like really like in the thick of it, like these really challenging experiences, like we don't know how to get ourselves out of or how we're going to make it through or how we are going to reinvent ourselves. you know, in the next chapter. And so with that, I thought I would um, spend some energy and create a blog and a podcast called The Mid Reset. To discuss about changes, especially in the midpoint of our lives in our thirties, forties, fifties and beyond. Um, and, and, you know, maybe we want to change into a new career. Maybe we want to do something else. And I think the more that I talk about it with people in this age group, it's like, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Like, and, 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 and I think that we, at an early age or ingrained where we have to, in our minds that we have to do one, you know, one type of work, one career for the rest of our lives, because yeah. that's what our parents did. And it's like, no, we don't have to do that. You know, I know so many people that go back to school or just change into a new, you know, a new career, or do different jobs or do something that is not, you know, the, the norm. Um, and so I, I, want to create a place where people can come and discuss those ideas and talk about it. And, you know, what are the challenging challenges that may face you if you're thinking about a change, but not sure how, and, and, you know, feeling scared, you know, Mm because yeah, fear is, is, is a big part of it. And I think that's a, sometimes it's a barrier and how, what is it that we can do to overcome that? And how can we create another you know, another life within our lives yeah, and do something different and, and feel empowered.
0: That's awesome because I feel like if I think that you will just Be such a wonderful support for the people that are going to be reading your blog and, and, and listening to your podcast because, um, like you said, we tend to think that we're in this alone, but we're really not. There are so many of us that are considering this. And it's like, I think for us to, I mean, that's, I feel like that's how you and I like, you know, came together is that Mm -hmm. like, wow, we have, um, we, we're navigating through these Changes and it's so nice to just be able to talk with you about it and to put words into what we're like experiencing and to know that, um, you know, we're not alone and that even though these fears are, um, are real, these, these fears will come, um, that, you know, we have, um, we have a support system within like each other you know, to know that like, okay, I can't be the only, like you said, I can't be the only one Mm -hmm. going through this. There's got to be some more, you know, more of us out there. Right.
1: Right. Right. And then just like, you know, talking and, and letting things kind of grow organically, you know, in, in discussions and you are like, wait, I'm not alone. Oh, wait, you, you went through that too. And we were, we were feeling that at the same time. Like, I, I think that's amazing. And it, and, um, you know, also, you know, there's, I think with that fear comes shame and, you know, we feel ashamed for having certain feelings and we shouldn't feel that way. And I think only when we, we kind of like, you know, get out of our cocoon and speak with each other, then we're like, okay, yeah, we, then we feel, we feel comfort yeah, and, and, and no longer scared. And I think that helps us kind of want to achieve more because yeah. they're like, okay, I'm not the only one going <laughs> through
0: this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And that's, that's really the essence of why I wanted to, you know, talk with you about your experience is so that like, mm-hmm. you know, sure, someone may not be, um, uh, might not exactly have the same experience of um, moving into another country, but they may need to move into a smaller home or they need to, um, uh, you know, maybe there's like, you know, a change in, in like, uh, lifestyle due to medical reasons and things like that. It's just that, you know, like just navigating a, a new journey and, and change. So, um, as we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share about your experience with change or any? final words of you've already shared so much encouragement and I thank you for that. So, but if there's anything else that you wanted to share with, with the audience, um, please feel free to do so.
1: Sure. Well, change is hard to do when you are more concerned about what, what others think. Yeah. And then when you let go of that, kind of that irrational demand in your head that you must do what others tell you to do, then you can really set yourself free and um process can take time and even you know when you feel like you're stuck like that's part of the process and you may move a little forward a little back but you know you you can definitely work your way to move forward and continue to work to change and Moving a little forward every day will propel you to the next step in your life.
0: Thank you, Alyssa. And I am so looking forward um, to seeing your, you know, your podcast get launched. And I'd love to have you come back um, when it does get launched. Maybe we can talk more about it, you know, another That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Um, so again, you know, thank you. Thank you for being a listener of Organize with Grace. I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate your time of being here. I think that this will really speak volumes to many of the of the listeners who are um, are facing um, some changes, whether small or big in their lives. So thank you, Alyssa. Thank you so much, Grace, for
1: having me. You're welcome.